Blog Talk Radio. Here on December 5, 2018. I don't have much to say today. I just want to say something. I want to confess something. Does that mean I need to have my shower ready a little earlier? Yeah. Don't go to sleep or snack. Tell me me this stuff, man. Okay. You're supposed to be ready. You know what? (laughs) I just saw everyone know. I I thought I I muted that. Dude, this puts me on the spot. What can I do? Yeah, Every once in a while, you've got to earn some money. Okay. Uh, me, and, me, anyways, me. Okay. I'll be ready. We had, we had this guy, the growth hacker, Tris Revel, on the show a few weeks ago, and I had to confess in public that I don't know how to use Scraper, right? And I was ashamed of myself, and people told me that it's in, in the recruiting books, uh, Yan Tengzi or whatever his name is. I bought it. I just didn't read it, okay? And I'm sure that Dean has it on YouTube, Dean DaCosta, you know, so I'm just negligent. I'm just lazy, and that's something I want to do in the new year. I want to improve my online sourcing skills. What about you, Jerry, now that you've butt in? Do you know how to use Scraper? Don't need to, homie. I pay people to do that. Oh, okay, there you go. I'm not rich like Jerry, okay? Anyway, today we've got a professional sorcerer. An online sorcerer is the guest today. He's going to kick me off on my journey through online sourcing. I'm going to ask him what I should do on Jerry. Jerry! This! This is the recruiting animal Find out how to play the music. Welcome to the modern age, about 
10 years ago. Come on, man. Bluetooth. (laughs) Okay. I want to thank my sponsors, Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the phone interview technology, Hire Tool, H-I-R-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool and PC recruiter. H-I-R-E. Oh, sorry. H-I-R-E. Hey, uh, Nim, call me. Call me. He called you. Okay, call you. Okay. Also, PC Recruiter, the PC, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Look, I'm going to give Hire Tool an extra plug. Uh, they have a free webinar next week, right after this show at 1 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, December 12th. They're going to do a live demo of Hire Tool Pro. Here's their ad. Interested? Are you interested in sourcing candidates 10 times faster? Learn how Michael Duran a top recruiting professional with contracts at Fortune 500 companies uses Hire Tool to dramatically improve sourcing speed. And look what they put on the on the page for the webinar. This webinar is made possible with our partnership with the Recruiting Animal Show. That was a, a shock oh, to me. I didn't know. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Okay, now that we've lost the you know by talking about. It, Phones and cars, we've lost no, the house. We didn't lose audience. anything. I mean, I, sometimes it just uh, it helps me get perspective on who, who I'm talking to. I'm talking I'm to a guy that doesn't even know what Bluetooth is. I, 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 I use shocking. Sure. Okay. Anyway, the guest today, his name is Ronnie Bratcher, uh, and that's his Twitter address, R-O-N-N-I-E Bratcher, B-A, no, sorry, B-R-A. T C H E R. Ronnie Bratcher. Oh, that again? Ronnie Bratcher? Yeah, Bratcher. Okay. I like that he uses the name Ron. He's not ashamed to use a diminutive. Like, you know, lots of people, if you call them with an E at the end of their name, they get really upset. Only my grandparents can call me that. I'm a big shot now. I'm a growing up. This guy's not like that. He's modest. He's humble. Okay? Welcome to the show, Ronnie Bratcher. Are you there? I'm here. I got a new intro question. First question for my guests. Which pronouns do you use? Do you want us to call you he, she, Z, or it? You you tell us. You can call me whatever. You can just call me Ronnie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ronnie. A second question. Do you wear yoga pants at work? No. Okay. Okay, you don't sound like you're enjoying these questions. Okay, you are listed on your LinkedIn profile as a consultant for paired sourcing. Our, our good friend Jeremy Langens, that's his company. What do you do for them? What's a consultant? So currently working with Jeremy as um, started up in June, and basically um, I'm kind of like an auditor for their sourcing. So basically I'm confirming their work and narrowing their product down to – a very solid solution to their client. That makes sense. So, okay, so they do their they do their searches and then mm-hmm. they send them over to you to make sure that it's it's a good search. You're doing like yeah. a double check, is a, a double check it? and take take out a big percentage of it and deliver to the client a really okay. solid product. So, so they would be doing a second uh, uh, like a, a um, they they send you their first draft. Normally they would go over it themselves and, and and pare it down, but they're letting you do that for them to get a second pair of eyes. Is that right? Would they that's or would they just send? Were no, they, they sending too many people to their clients? Is that why they brought you in to help them? No, it's because they're growing their business, so they need to have a little bit of help. <laughs> so, oh, okay. um, 
So they're not having the time to do their, um, I guess, the agile kind of solution that they're kind of building. So um, me and another uh, young lady are doing this as well for them on a part-time basis. So. Okay, you know, you told us that your pronouns are not an issue for you. You just said you and another young lady, which implies that you are a young lady. So, uh, <laughs> None of your not, business, not... dude. Okay. Oh, Come on, Jerry, man, you, got you... A... you Canadians and other international people, you don't know the awakenings that we're going through right now. Stop disparaging not... it. Look, Jerry, your job was to interrupt me five minutes ago and say, hey, you didn't let this guy introduce himself. I don't know what he does, okay? So what do you what I know do you what do? he does. I'm looking at his Facebook and uh, okay, well, okay, LinkedIn page. I'm, no, I'm not a dummy. can't read that. What do you do, Ronnie? Who are you? So who am I? So I've been in this business for about 19 years now, so I'm aging myself pretty well. Uh Started out in contingency staffing a long time ago and ended up in consulting in 2006, uh, just primarily working in the Fortune 500 market and then narrowing it down to more startups in the last five back. years. That's my call. Hey, Jerry, he's been on the show five minutes. He expects me to pay him for this. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, so in the last you know, five or six years have been dealing with more Startup kind of smaller organizations make it a bigger impact. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I went into consulting. What kind of consulting? What, what oh. are you consulting? What are you doing? Basically sourcing. So basically you're doing whatever they ask. Anywhere okay, well, look, if you're doing sourcing, don't call yourself a consultant, okay? I'm going to teach you something. All right. Say what? Pit. what. Don't say these vague words that don't mean anything. Okay, we're <laughs> moving on. He's a friend of okay. Shally's, okay? He's a friend of Shally's. There you go. That says everything. Okay, now you told me that you have made some fascinating discoveries about search engines. I found them fascinating. That's why I asked you to come on the show. Go ahead. I don't know anything about them. You tell us. What's so, what with search engines? All right. So when I ask you to search something, what do you when I ask you to search something, what do you usually do? You go what's the verb? To Google. Right. So the, the Google has taken over the world, so hopefully nobody on this calls from Google. But Google is pretty much dictating to uh, us as people that re use their tool on um, what they really want you to find and not what you really need to find. So basically, um, I'll give you a real-world example, um, and I'll just – you know, I about a year Hold ago. On. Let's uh, go. Let's just let's just. You know what? I forgot yeah. to put the announcement for the show on, on Twitter. But I, while I'm doing that, here's. I just want to clarify what you just said. They Google gives you not what you want to find, but what they want you to find. What does that mean? That means that they're tracking you. So they are. You know, you have to manipulate their uh, AI basically to get what you're looking for, and they only search maybe six to seven percent of the internet. That's it. So you have to go find the other part of the, the, the Internet. They're not the Internet. The Internet is a huge, huge, huge place, and no, no search engine, all one gazillion of them, can ever find every piece of data out there in, in the world. So you have to Okay, hold on. Wait, let oh. me stop you again. There's yep. a difference between every piece of data and every important or the most significant pieces of data. So maybe they're not giving you the really uh, insignificant part, but they're giving you the really most important part. Is that the case? What's the story? I would say maybe mo not the most important part, um, especially in, in, in the sourcing world when we want to find uh, people that are not easily found. So um, 
and basically or not get an SEO. So, you know, if like, for instance, if people I, don't, you, know, you have to say what search, you know, I, I, I confess that I'm dumb in the intro to this show. There's a lot of other people who are stupider than me. Okay. SEO <laughs> is search engine optimization. optimization. They might be yeah. great. They might be great at cold calls and all kinds of sales, but they don't know anything about the internet. So search engine optimization means uh, tweaking a website to make it uh, everything on it findable via Google. Essentially that's it. Is that fair? That's fair. Yep. And, so they uh, so some people have stuff online, but it's not readily findable because it hasn't been programmed to be to be findable. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I mean, I can give you a quick story on why you should use different search engines if you would like to hear that story and it yeah. rolls right yeah. into it. So, yeah. So, so I did a real world project. I had to look for Python developers with trading platform experience in New York and Chicago for a gentleman here in Atlanta. Um, basically, he just wanted me to feed him people. So I thought, you know, let me just do some work outside of Google, which I did, and I used 10 different search engines, and I used the same syntax with a little bit of variable per, you know, different search engines because they all play differently. So people don't always know what syntax is. What syntax? So basically, I like to use natural language search. So like I am a, in quotes, you know, Python developer in quotes, you know, my resume, just finding things how people talk online. What's natural so, language search? Just the regular, like we normally talk without any like kind talk. of Boolean? Yeah. How, how people, okay. you can use some Boolean, but I don't use much because these search engines that I use, will just you can just use plain text. And, and you, you know, you might put in some, some commands uh, like minuses and, um, and, you know, you don't really need to do much ors, um, but you can just use natural language search, and that's what I did with this project. Oh, okay, so hold on. Let me just – sorry, yeah. I keep interrupting, but are you saying the search engines you're going to introduce us to today, they don't support or accommodate Boolean uh, search, or, or they don't require it for some other reason? I don't they understand They don't really require said. it. You don't have to use it that much. So that's why I like to use the natural language search on these and find okay. different things. That so you're looking for Python developers with experience uh, on with trading, trading uh, stock trading. Financial websites. trading platforms, yep. And basically, okay. I did ten different search engines, and I found, and I took, you know, I found ten different people on each search engine, and I went back to Google to try to find them in the first couple of pages, and they were not there. So it proved a point. So I created a presentation for SourceCon, basically three years ago, I think it was two years ago, based on this, um, and to show the, the the point is, this is why you should use different search engines outside of Google. Not saying you should not use Google, not bashing Google, but you're going to find other data using other tools deeper in the web that's not showing up on Google. In their okay, hold on a person. second. Hold on a second. So you put in the natural language you, you used was, I am a Python developer, and Python developer you put in quotation marks. Is that all? Is that the only – is that the search string? Is that everything? No, you know, usually you need to put in the minus job, minus jobs, minus submit. Um, you want to put in a location, so we use New York or New York or Chicago, and you know, obviously NYC or you know, New York City in quotes, things like that. So, um, you know, I, I I think I mainly found these people mainly in um, you know, Chicago, basically. So, because it's a little bit, a little bit. Okay, my next question. Well, mm -hmm. oh, so. Were these where were these uh, profiles or resumes or whatever? What first of all, what were you getting? So I was getting Actual. blogs and blogs and resumes. So that was my main goal. 
Um, and I also got, you know, there's obviously you're going to come up with some other weird stuff. But, uh, you know, these are very targeted searches. They're not, you're not going to find like one million people. You're going to find maybe five or six. Uh, and as I mentioned, I found like maybe two to three per search engine, maybe sometimes one. But they were all not on each search engine. Um, you know, I maybe had one or two dupes, but that was very rare. So when I did the B testing on Google, I could not find these people at all. So it totally proved a point that you try, you should use other search engines in that in that small period of time in your sourcing. So you uh, know, this is totally amazing. Okay, now I remember why I was. Uh, it blows me away. I mean, that many people, ten people on each alternate search engine. And mm-hmm. they weren't duplicates. What? No. Because you got to tell us now which search engines were you doing it. Are you free to tell us? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I got plenty of them, but we'll just show you. I'll just I'll share a couple that I really like. Um, one of my favorites has been around for a long time, and most people probably know it. It's called eTools.ch. It's from um, Switzerland, and it searches 16 different. Uh, it's a meta search engine, so it searches 16 different search engines, including Google. But the cool thing about the search engine is you can go to preferences and you can turn off the search engines you don't want it to search so i turned google off because i don't want to search google i wanted to search other things like tiger or moose or goo or exalete or DuckDuckGo or bean things like that so it's a really cool search engine and it highlights all the keywords on the search so it's really easy as a researcher to quickly look and see if that's something you want to click on and look at um but it's called eTools, and it's like one of my favorite ones i use a lot how did you um, find that how did you find um, that? How did you come I, across? Actually, I think I think Shally introduced it to me like five or six years ago. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So it's, it's just been in my tool belt. So I just kind of keep going back to it and using it. So, um, and then another new one that I discovered was called Searx, S E A R X. Sorry, uh, is it? Are you saying Furts or Certs? C E R. Yep, S E A R X. S as in Sam. E R X. Okay. E A R X. E A R X, like Sears, kind of like Sears, yep. the department store. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And okay. It's called Search.me, and it's another meta search engine. It searches, I think, uh, I think, twenty-nine or thirty different search engines. And, and different thing. ones from different ones from that one. The other one, you just E E It searches e, a e couple of same ones, but you can. It's got some newer Turn ones that I've never seen. And you can turn them off and on and make them a priority. So I've turned Google off and a couple of others like Wikipedia and things like that. And yeah. um, the cool thing about this search engine is that you can, like, download it into um, an, an XLS file, you know, your search results. And if you want to do it that way, you can um, if you're looking at volume. I don't do volume searches, so um, I'm a more targeted search, so I don't really do What's a volume it. search? What's a, vo- what's a volume Volume search? is like finding like 700 people and, and downloading it into a file and then going, you know. And what like kind of said, 700 people? Who would search 700 for 700 people? Uh, who would well, if you've got that? 700 results, you can put all that into a file, and then you can start weeding out what you want to look at. I, uh-huh. I try to get down to a level between 100 and 300 results and then start narrowing it down from there. That's my goal. Okay, but yeah, for this search, you didn't come anywhere near to that. It was like no, no, it was really away. small. <laughs> it was a small batch, so you didn't have to worry uh-huh. about it. But search is a really cool tool. I uh, discovered it uh, uh, last year sometime and uh, introduced it to the sourcing community a couple times in a couple um, presentations, and uh, it's just been one of my other go-to's besides eTools. 
Okay, so any others that you'd like to use? Yeah, so the other other one is peakier. Um, So like it sounds like just like it sounds, it's called peak e i. So it's peak i e r. Um, Can you no no? Can you spell that? P e a k. Yep, p e peak i e r. No, p e e p e e or p e a p e e k i e r. Is that right? Yep, peak peakier. Yeah. So the way the reason I like this search engine is because it's more from a productivity standpoint as a researcher. So like when you do your search, it comes up in like a card browser view. So the the what you're looking at is a car, like a, a Rolodex card, and it's showing you what the website looks like um, or profile that you're looking at, and you can quickly browse it and say, oh yeah, I want to click on it. So it's a very much a a visual productivity tool so it's not any words it's like it's showing you what the website looks like in a card uh format so uh-huh. it's pre- pretty cool give us a few more i mean i'm fascinated oh, well, let me ask you these different search engines do they have like a stated specialties or niches like for instance uh, a country or a geographic area that one of them you know focuses on more than than others not really they're pretty much all worldwide um, if you want to get more specific and like using different particular tools in a certain country, you can, like if you want to use like Yandex, uh, which you can use universally throughout the world, or you can just focus in on Russia. That's where they're from. Or if you're in the, in the Asian market, uh, Baidu, which is a Chinese search engine. Uh, okay. So is Baidu real- is B-A-I-D-U. Yandex yeah, exactly. is Y-A-N-D-X. Is that correct? Y-A-N-D-E-X. Y-A-N-D-E-X, sorry, yeah, okay. Yep. And that's for Russia, and yep. then Baidu is, okay. Have you done searches yourself internationally, uh, you know, overseas? Uh, yeah, just, I've worked in the uh, Australian market and a little bit in Europe, but uh, that's about it. I haven't worked in the Asian okay. market too much. So. Okay, what, 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 uh, what uh, search engine did you use for Australia? Which is an English Basically, I country. use some of these, other, these tools I'm just talking about right now. So, uh-huh. um Basically, that there was nothing really much different. Um, Australia is a pretty, pretty easy market. They do kind of the same stuff that the U.S. and North America kind of does, a little uh-huh. bit as well. So they're not too much different. I think when you get into the Asian markets and European markets, that you got to find a little bit more what they're kind of looking. They're, they're not as they're not a, they're not as um, I guess online presence is not as heavy as, as per se. Okay, like, give us. Uh... Give us give us a few more of these uh, search hey, engines. Hey, Animal. Hey. Yeah. Hey, can yeah. you give us there, like an actual it? search string? This is Rich Rosen. Can you give us an actual yeah. search string? So you go into this this uh, Cirex one. You know, if we're trying to find, you know, for instance, sales guys, you know, give me – what's a good search string to put in here? It's like a sales rep in Boston. So I would, you know, I would do, I'd, I'd do a couple of searches differently. So, you know, get use the title, whatever's title you want. You know, if it's sales representative or marketing sales, sure. those in quote. Um, and then you could put uh, resume, uh, and then you could put, uh, what did you say, what, what market, whatever market. Yeah, this saying, is like, for insurance. I mean, I was just playing with it while you are talking. Like, for an insurance yeah, software. Yeah, like, like insurance, Boston. Then maybe put in some, uh, you know, take out some stuff you don't want to see, like jobs. So you might want to put in minus job, minus jobs, minus submit. And then I would just start with that and then see what you come up with and then start playing with your terms a little bit. And then 
maybe change, you know, different titles like account manager, maybe uh, things like that. Um, and you could try the parentheses and see if that works, like account manager or sales representative. You, you could try those as well. I, I would probably just do a couple of different searches just with the singular term. Yeah, I, I was, that's why I was curious. I was trying that. I was actually getting absolutely nothing of value. I mean, just really just posting just other jobs. But I was, I was curious on some of these. Rich, you, Rich are you area now. code 909? Nope. I'm uh, oh. one of my 508. Okay, so you were here before. He uses primarily natural search, very simple searches. Where these other guys, they're using 300. They're mad because you can only use you know 300 words or something like that. <laughs> He's using 10 words. What, what, why? What's the difference between you and them, Ronnie? I don't think there's any difference per se. I just like to keep it simple. simple. Like, um, you know, because that's the way people talk online. So why not try to find their stuff, you know? And 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 I guess the cool thing I like about using eTools and Circs is that here, I guess when you take out the Google search, uh, it doesn't pull any LinkedIn profiles. Uh, so that's, you know, because Google always tends to pull LinkedIn profiles. I don't know why they have that relationship, but it does. So I don't want to see LinkedIn. I want to see people's actual profiles, bios, or whatever. So I noticed that a lot in my searches that, when I use these other search engines, I'm not pulling anything off of LinkedIn. I'm getting to actual resume documents or you know uh, some uh, a letter maybe they wrote about a product or you know, things like that. So okay, so um, hold on a sec. There was there used to be it's been gone for a number of years. I think it was called Rocket or Ice Rocket. I can't remember. There were there were search yeah. engines that just just searched blogs. Um, yeah. Maybe you remember them as well. Are there any yeah. now that just search blogs? There are, um, and I don't have them in front of me. I couldn't top, do them off the top of my head, but there, there are there are quite a few that will just search blogs only. Um, and you can also build, you know, if you wanted to, you, know, you could use the old Google custom search engine to find blogs, you know, if you want to build it that way. But uh, but there are percent. How would you do that? How would you do that? You, you, could, build, uh, you could build it, like, um, with all the different uh, blog types. So, like, if you're using... Um, Oh, WordPress, yeah, WordPress, and you can you know put all those in WordPress.com, you know where you know all the different. I'm sure there's a gazillion of them out there now, so you could just build that out, so you can search you know the Google, and use that to find your your blog. See, well, but I'm there, just there curious. Are certain, there are search engines that do blogs only, and I just I just don't have them in front. Okay, of but right I'm now. curious because you said you were looking specifically you know for resumes and blogs, and yet you're not using a tool that's specifically directed towards these blogs no, why not no and you know i'm looking at my one of my presentations on the tools and uh, and i'm i'm showing all and they, on my search I, i'm i'm looking at just resumes i'm not looking at any blogs per se they're all resumes that somebody has okay so well uh, you said it a minute ago okay don't fool around <laughs> with me okay you said blogs i got excited blogs and you know why not blogs there's people right there's programmers or whoever people there's oh, people yeah. writing blogs Right. Yeah. Even, you can put uh, in blogs. I mean, I you can instead of putting resume, put blog. I mean, just put blog. <laughs> and see what you come up with. Okay. Give us a couple more before we move. Sure. On. I'll give you two more. That. So the cool thing about Circs as well. I mean, it's it's private. They, it doesn't see your VPN. It doesn't do cookies. But there's two more that I've been kind of using. Um, one is called Gibberu. G I B I R U. Uh huh. And basically. It's a 
it's a it's an anonymous search engine. So if you're like a white hacker, uh, a lot of the white hackers out there use a search engine because it does not track you, does not show your IP address, keeps everything private, and does not keep any data that you're looking at it. So it's kind of like the you know the, the former IXQuick, which is Start Page now, but it's 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 a lot better. It's 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 a really cool cool tool. How would it rate against DuckDuckGo? Ah, uh, DuckDuckGo. I haven't really had much luck with DuckDuckGo. Um, I'm actually kind of re-looking at it again. I think the cool thing about DuckDuckGo is that, you know, you can use the bangs, which means that you put an exclamation point, and then you put, like, a website you're looking at, and that's how it would search it. That's the x-ray of it. I just haven't had much luck with DuckDuckGo. I just well, and a lot of these aren't they? Isn't it also incumbent on what index they use? I mean, does yeah, Gibby yeah. Gibby Gibby I think DuckDuckGo pulls from Google, yeah. and uh, you know that just kind of like makes my point. Like I don't want to even use it. I mean, because DuckDuckGo is kind of a privacy search engine as well. But um, I'm kind of I, I started looking at it like two weeks ago, and I just haven't had time to go back and really dig back and see if it's gotten any better or if I can put some different syntax in to get a better search. But I just never. In my, at least in my personal use, have not gotten any good data out of it. That's just a okay. personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Any other um, questions, Alan? No, I'm just no. I came in a couple minutes late, so I'm feeling very, very oh, um, okay. Very. No, he says here. he's going through these. He, he's got fantastic results by using these alternate search engines. So we're just mm-hmm. running through a, a few of them. So the last one was Gibru. Spell it again. G i b i r u. And the the last one you're going to give us today is Metagur. And it's spelled M-E-T-A-G-E-R. Yeah. And basically, um, it's another private search engine. It's based in Germany. So when yeah. you go to the the page, if you don't speak German, just translate it to yeah. you know whatever language you're using, English or whatever. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, it does search 50 different search engines. So it's probably going to pull some Google, but it's going to pull like 49 other different search engines that you I've probably seen or not seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I've had pretty good results with those. I, know I used those two in that project as well uh, and came up with different results. So, oh, And also really quick, I might have missed it. What other meta engines do you like? I like uh, eTools is another cool one. Okay. And Circs.me. Okay. S-E-R-X dot me. Uh, and the interesting thing is you use a German search engine to find people in Chicago or New York. That's what you're telling exactly, us, right? Exactly, yeah, because it's, it's pulling in the web, you know, different places, you know, all over the world. Okay, I've got to do some ads. I want you to – I'm going to talk about browsers next. I'm going to ask you if, you know, you get – because I remember Shally t- talked to us about browsers, so I'm going to ask you the same question. But first I'm going to do an ad for Honit, H. O-N-E-I-T. Honeit is phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips. You know why? To help your hiring managers. You want to help them hear the motivation, the personality, and the enthusiasm that you as a recruiter just heard yourself. When you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, it speaks volumes that you can't get from a a resume or even a report. So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of the sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. And look, if you do like reading better than listening, it automatically turns the interview into a transcript as well. So go and check them out 
at Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. And look, I'm going to do my ad for PC Recruiter now, too. Hey, if you're a regular listener, you know that I've been pushing something that other people don't think is the best thing to push. But I do. On my uh, Facebook group, on every Facebook group, there's always tons of recruiters saying, which ATS, which recruiting software should I use, right? So here's the thing. You want to make it easy for them to try you out, and that's what PC Recruiter does. They've got two different ways for you to switch to PC Recruiter from whatever you're using now. One is very fast and simple. The other is custom-made. If that's what you prefer, they call them conversions, okay? And it's a very simple thing. And then if you don't like them, go back to something else, okay? But if you want to try them out, it's not hard. It might sound like moving house, a real chore, but it isn't, okay? So, and I want you to remember something else. If you're a recruiter, it doesn't matter if you're a kitchen table recruiter working out of your own home or you're a member of a big recruiting team. PC Recruiter is the most flexible recruiting software in the world. Big or small, it helps them all. So check them out at PC Recruiter. Net. Back to our new friend, Ronnie Bratcher, super sorcerer, friend of Shally, and all other sorcerers. I've looked at his Facebook page. It's him with all the most famous sorcerers in the world. Okay, browsers. You're going to tell us about browsers, Ronnie. Ronnie, well, still there? I don't, still there, yeah, Ronnie? Yeah, still here. So I don't, I don't really go much outside of Chrome in the past few years, so it's been pretty much on the Chrome browser. It's been reliable. doesn't crash. Um, you know, all the you know extensions you can use for tools, things of that nature. I just it's just been really good for me. I just haven't you know I had to go to another browser like Opera or Firefox or anything like that uh, or Explorer. Just been I, I've been on Chrome and that's where I've been planted for the last several years and haven't had to move off of that at all. At all. You know, except except for these search engines, you're a very simple man. Okay. Very simple. Very simple. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, you did speak a minute ago about VPN, virtual private networks, which hide your uh, IP address, your location, your identity, essentially, from the websites that you're visiting. Uh, do you use VPNs? I don't normally because I'm, you know, I'm not too concerned about being tracked, um, not doing anything illegal. So uh, I'm pretty fine with it. Um, Sometimes I'll do some incognito searches on, you know, on doing on Google Chrome, um, but not normally. Well, co- not, uh, incognito just pr- pr- protects your your search from the people who are living in the same house or working in the same office as you, right? Yep, yep. And I don't, you know, I work from my home, so. Um, and I, you don't and want your you don't want your wife or your cat to see what you've been searching. Is that yeah? Is that I don't it? even see, yeah. You know, I don't want to see them okay, looking for Okay, but hold on a second, Opera. Opera Opera does have a built-in VPN. I don't know if it's as good as uh, the ones you pay for, but it's free in the Opera search engine, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you don't know I, about that. And I haven't used it in a long time, so I should probably revisit okay. that as well. Okay. And other other sources, they use VPNs because they think that sometimes if they use a search engine, uh, they're going to get different results if their search engine thinks they're coming from somewhere else. You don't agree yeah. with that. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um you know, like if it, if you're using a Google, they're gonna try to kind of like you know see where you've been searching at and what cities and things like that. But uh, I just haven't had too many issues having to go you know blind like that at all. I just you know I stay pretty public. It's, I haven't had it really. Because I think I get I get different resu- results from uh, you know Google.ca 
than you do from Google.com that skews Probably. into Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, you told me, I don't know if this is for public consumption, you have to say, you said you just got turned down from a killer project. Do you oh, want yeah. to talk about that? Sure, sure. And I'm not going to name any names or companies, but started talking to this organization about really three and a half months ago, which is, it was a referral through a friend. Um, and I was very, very excited, uh, very, very cool software developer type of company. And the type of sourcing that they were looking for was really hard to find, you know, the 2 to 5% tile of the developer workforce. And basically they could live pretty much anywhere they want to live as long as you can find them, right? So it was like a really cool project. Um, besides just doing that part of it, I was going to be able to bring in some strategy, uh, you know, research, and also training as well. And, um, you know, went through like six interviews, believe it or not, for a consulting job. And basically um, was told that, um, you know, manager want to hire me, but not the team. So not sure where I kind of went off track with them. Uh, I felt like I had enough data online that they could do. They actually saw me source online, um, you know, right there in real time. Um, talked about all the different things I've done throughout, you know, the 19 years of work. And basically I got turned down. So it's kind of like, really? Wow. Okay. Don't feel but, bad. You just were, you were just intimidating. Me? I don't know well, if I was intimidating. On. I think I was. Okay. I, who was, I think on, I was, who like was the on the team? You mean the other sorcerers? The other sorcerers rejected you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know who rejected me in that seven piece, but I guess the team. They said that they felt like there was somebody else that would be a better fit. I don't know if his personality or you know uh, who knows. Maybe it was and, a woman. Maybe they wanted a woman. Okay. No. Maybe you should use. I don't know. No, I don't know. Either, either, either too, he was either intimidating or they already had somebody else. They had a buddy they wanted to bring in, and they just had to go through the motions. Six yeah, interviews? It, I don't think so. Yeah, it took six too long. Six interviews? For that. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah Maybe so they it, had to do six interviews because that's what it took for them to turn down yeah. everybody and get their buddy in. Come on, we've all seen okay. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I hope you sent them an FUE email letter or a handwritten one after that. But yeah. anyway, let's no, move on. I, I, got, I got over it. Pretty fast. Okay, and, uh, good for you. Just like, yeah, he, gonna... yeah, he crashed on his bike. He, I don't know if you everyone saw the picture. He crashed on his bike, and he got over that, too. He picked himself out of the mud, a lot of it, and got back on the track. Are you a generalist or a niche player? Oh, wow. Uh, I think I would have probably, like in the – the business sector or, or, in, well, or like the, the kind of searches you do. I mean, if you know, you someone could call you, I'm doing a call center search. Uh, I need 500 people or uh, I need one that, like you said, these uh, developers who've got, you know, very specific experience on financial oh, yeah. uh, platforms. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more, uh, more quality driven versus a quantity driven. So get, and also I like to find more of the hard to find folks or, you know, how, Companies will create a role, um, you know, these hy hybrid roles that you need, you know, you need three people, different people do these roles, and they need it, all one person to do it, you know. Give us an know. example. Give us an example of that. Come on. Oh, so like maybe I need a Python guy that knows .NET as well because we have both platforms <laughs> or something like that. So, um, but, you know, I would say, hey, we need to like those people probably don't exist or they like one or the other, right? So we have to talk through that and see what we really, really want. So I try to work with companies to really understand, like, you know, all the things they really, really want, and then we start weeding it out and 
let's let's okay, talk about. Okay, but hold on. I thought you were. Oh, come on. Now what you're telling us there is just simplify the search. When they give you a complex search, don't accept it. Simplify it. I thought you were going to tell us you take on these exotic searches that you know have a bunch of incongruous skills, right? There's going to be one or two people in the world who've got that combination of experience, and you manage to find them. But that's not what you do. Is that what you're telling us? No, we, we we try to reverse engineer that. Like, let's let's truly talk about this. I mean, because once I do that research, I'm like, you know, does this person really exist, or are you just trying to create create somebody, you know, out of the blue? Because that's what you're trying to do. So what we want to do is see if we can find somebody that has certain skills that we can develop into those other skills as well. So, and that would be based on just you know trying to find that person and then. After you talk to them, are they going to be able to do that or not? And then you can kick them out or bring them on and do that kind of thing. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm more like I like to do the, the quality type searches and not quantity and basically stuff that, um, that people don't have time to really. Yeah, but okay, uh, but look, let's say would you do a project manager search for a hospital construction company as opposed to an IT search? That's what I really mean. Oh, uh, I'd rather do IT. <laughs> No, no, but you gotta, can you? I'm, you I'm lead on, could have, go ahead, Al. Uh, Do you have a lead on that as a piece of business animal? I'll take it. No, I've done it. I've, I've done it. You know, you need somebody. I want a strategic project manager with, uh, you know, experience in, you know, building, uh, you know, health facilities, et cetera, et cetera. You, know, you don't find tons of those people. It's hard. Um, and I'm wondering if, you know, you can switch from from one kind of field that you're not that familiar with to, or, or if you really use your previous experience with certain jobs to uh, facilitate your next search, right? Yeah, I can flex. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, I mean, I've done executive search, searches. I've done cell searches. I've done, um, you know, project management searches that, or implementation manager searches. I mean, yes, I can do that. Do, do I enjoy it? No, I enjoy more the technical aspect. Oh really? Okay, so a search like a search like Rich was talking about a few minutes ago, you wouldn't take that on, right? That if, uh, if sales, I, uh, I could uh, take it on, but it's not, not going to make me like. It, it, it's not going to make me like happy or motivated. Um, uh-huh. I, it just, it just, it's just, it's just. I, I, I'm in that. I've been in the IT world for you know 19 years, and that's kind of where I've. And stuck at, and I love oh, it. Okay, that was essentially my question. And you believe it sounds like that a good sourcer is going to stick with one field. Am I right about that? Not really. I mean, there's sources that can do anything. Um, they prefer, and they might want to do you know different searches. I just, I just like the IT world. I like the development world. I, I wanted to be an engineer when I was when I went to school, when, and mm-hmm. I never finished my engineering degree. But now I'm getting to play with the engineers, so it's fun. Okay, I actually met Ronnie. He's got an incredible uh, life story, uh, but we're not going to get into it now. We're almost <laughs> finished the show. I have to do uh, another another ad for my good friends at Hire Tool. We talked to them about them a few times already. H I T U A L. Jerry reminded me that I I misspelled it. Do you use uh, this? I hope I'm not saying something awkward. Uh, putting you on the spot. Do you use Hire Tool, uh, Ronnie? No, I don't. Uh, oh, really? I do have a relationship with them in a different way, but not with the tool per se. Um, they, really? I, I run a local group here in Atlanta called the yep. Technology Association of Georgia Recruiting Society, uh-huh. and they do, they do sponsor our, our, 
our our group for the year. So they've been a sponsor okay. in 2018, and, that, and now 19, they're coming back. Okay, but you do you use any sourcing tools? Um, I do have access to. Uh, I'm working with the new Seekout. Um, uh huh. And I use that every once in a while, but uh, uh-huh. really I don't. I just like I like you using depend on your engine. own your own self. Okay, yep. well let me let me let me go into this because people who aren't as sophisticated, although you have done a, a service to people here today, um, you've told us that we don't have to be uh, you know like advanced users of Boolean strings or uh, you know know all of every kind of mysterious operator. Irina is always digging up new operators that have mm-hmm. no one knows about. Um, you don't have to do that. Uh, if you're the ordinary person, you can use natural language. And if you know, but here's another thing you can do. If you're not a Boolean expert, you can go to HireTool, HireTool.com. Put in your natural language. They will build a search string for you and search a pile of different websites: Facebook, GitHub, uh, LinkedIn, you name it. Okay. Hire tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. It returns a list of potential candidates ranked from top to bottom. It guesses their uh, salary range. It guesses uh, who's going to be most ready to make a move. And you can even uh, try them out with their free Chrome extension that gives you the personal and uh, professional contact information for people you're looking for. And you can download that from Hire tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. Okay, I knew I was on shaky ground when I asked you if you use them, that you might just use your own tool. Uh, but uh, well, here's another question. Still with me, Ronnie? Ronnie! I'm here. Are you there? Yep. Okay. What about uh, automation? How automated is sourcing going to become in the next few years? I still think you have a human element. Um, so I'll, give you, I'll just give you my take on how I think about uh AI in the future. I think AI has a sp- spot for recruiting and sourcing. But, for instance, for AI, if you're building an AI tool to, quote-unquote, go out and grab things in the, in the interwebs, right, you have to develop that tool to do things. So they probably do have, like, let's take some of the tools that are out there now. They do maybe search 30 different platforms, but there's a gazillion other platforms that you could go look at, but they have not built into it. So you need a human to go into those platforms and pull data out. So, for instance, if you're, you know, you have a tool, let's call it AB tool, right? And I build it to search Google, Bing, and let's say Yandex, right? Well, I didn't build it to go search SERPs. I didn't go build it to do web crawler. I didn't go build it to do that. You need a human to go find those other deep web searches. So I don't think the human element's ever going to be taken out of it. You're going to have like your mercenaries that will be coming that come in to use that tool, but also do other things to get more data. That's not that tool's not pulling. So that nothing's ever 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 going to pull the entire web. If it does, I won't be around to see it. Uh huh. Okay. What about Scraper? Do you know how to use Scraper? I'm not an expert, um, and I don't. And the reason I'm not an expert because I, like I said earlier, I don't do a lot of volume recruiting, so I don't need to go pull down, you know, two thousand to three thousand different profiles. So, so I'm not an expert at it. I, that's probably one of my weakest things in sourcing, and I something that I need to um, get better at. I have friends that are amazing at it, um, and I'm always I'm always appalled and 
intrigued on in how well they do those things, but I just have not had to do it in my real world. Um, mm-hmm. So I just haven't haven't had to do it. So I, that's probably why I'm, I'm not a good expert, and I cannot teach anybody how to do it. So okay, I, I'm okay, gonna, I'm enough. A, okay, you know, people are mad. This is, why, this is why I have to cut people off. He says, no, no I don't use it. I don't do volume it. searches. What? I said, no, I would have covered it. Yeah, then he tells us, yeah, a hundred times the same thing. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's nervous. why they're mad. Okay, you miss, you're missing – Jerry, you missed a good show. Just let me tell you, okay? It's almost over. You missed over. a good interview, crap. Okay. Look, uh, but before – You missed a good so, closing scenario. No, 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 no. What's, what's the Facebook group that Glenn Goopmacker has, uh, Ronnie, that uh, it's for um, sources who program or something like that or code, sources who code? Yeah, I think it's Susanna Fraser's group, but it is. Oh, Susanna? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her her group. Are, that, uh, but yeah, Glenn's a big part of that one. Yep, Sorcerers Who Code. Are, are you one of those? It doesn't sound like it. I started. I started a year ago learning Python, um, but then found that personally it was just um, wasn't in my tool house, and um, so I really haven't had to build anything like a scraper or a. Uh, or an indexing tool or anything like that. So I, I follow those people just because I'm in, like I said I'm, I'm interested in what they're doing, uh, but I I just kind of backed out of it. Well, so what are they? So they're building tools. Is that what they're doing? They're not using these this coding information to identify candidates more quickly. Uh, what do they do with those sources who code? What what's the point of it? Uh, you know, you could build you could build a scraping tool, right? Or you can um, manipulate different APIs and things of that nature. So uh, by using different, uh, you know, like Python as a, is the most uh-huh. popular. So I, I just haven't really got into it and had a need to do that. But they're like I uh-huh. said, as, as Susanna and, and Glenn and Andre. Yeah, okay, and, we're finished. Uh, yeah, it, hey, listen yeah. what I taught you a minute ago. We're done with that. Okay, you don't use it. <laughs> Okay, Zoom Info. I I, I went on Secret Sourcing Society uh, group, uh, Secret Sourcing group today to find out questions that I should ask you. Somebody got on there and said Zoom Info is an amazing tool. The subscription is around $1,200 a year and totally worth it. They give contact info, including email and phone numbers. You can create projects and export information. Doesn't sound like you spend 1200 bucks a year on Zoom Info. Am I right no. about that? Uh, exactly. It wouldn't. Nope. Why not? Because uh, it's not part of my budget. I don't have a, a huge budget for tools and things of that nature. Because I'm an independent consultant, so yeah, I I have limited cash flow basically. Okay, Gordon Lokenberg, He said that he spends 275 euros a month on tools. Does that sound? And a hundred of that he uses uh, LinkedIn Navigator. Which LinkedIn account do you have? I have. Um, I have the regular account. It's, it's called. It's a recruiter account. It's the. I guess you could call it recruiter light. Uh huh. How much it. does that cost? Uh, six. I think it's six hundred bucks a year. Uh huh. And so that's all. So you're super. You're you're like a well-known recruiter. You speak at SourceCon, okay, and that's all you're spending. Is that is that is that's that's right, okay? And average, but this yeah. guy also. This guy also has private investigator tools. He's got he's a licensed private investigator. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, 275 euros. What's what's that? 500 dollars a month, something like that. Close, close, yeah. Yeah, is that is that reasonable for a sorcerer? Um, 
It depends. Yeah, I think if you, um, as an independent consultant, I would say that's pretty high, um, unless you're charging like really buku dollars per hour. I'm, I do uh-huh. not do that. I try, try yep. to be pretty reasonable. So uh-huh. I, I don't build it that in the, into that area because I just haven't had the need to, actually. So, you want to tell us which tools you use, or is that a secret? Oh, there's all, there's a gazillion tools. Um, besides all the search engines, there's all the different um, OSINT tools out there now. You know um, what kind? OSINT. Uh, OSINT. OSINT. So, O-S-I-N-T. What is it? So it's Intel techniques. It's it's like finding it's the stuff that like uh, news people use to find data on people when they do something bad or good. Um, you know, like somebody has you know, shoot somebody in the face, they use this, these tools to quickly find things, you know, their Facebook profile, their Twitter profile, their email address, their name. Doesn't that just come up on, doesn't that come up on, doesn't your, your criminal record come up on Google? Um, could, could, but you, you could also use these other tools to find those things. Okay, can you tell us what tools you pay for? You don't have to. You know, this, I this don't pay for anything. Secret. The only thing I pay you for is You don't pay for anything? Thing. No. I, I thought you said you have a big budget for to maybe you said you don't no, have no, a No, I have a budget. little a small budget and I don't I I don't choose to use it. Okay. So LinkedIn is your big $60 a month or something or 50 bucks a month. That's your big expense. Am I right about that? That's correct. So what it basically gives me is I can look at unlimited profiles on LinkedIn and I have uh 70 emails a month basically. Uh-huh. Do you use in-mail? Nope. Okay. Do you, are, we didn't ask you right at the beginning. Are you the kind of sorcerer who just generates names, or do you actually uh, recruit the people as well? So I've done both. Um, I uh, prefer to do more research and sourcing and then deliver the profile to the the experts. Um, but I actually have done you know, engagement and things of that nature as well. I call that recruiting. That's my personal opinion. So sourcing Yes, that's what be, it is. That's what yep. it is. Yep. Uh-huh. So most people call. So you you so you're a name gen guy, really? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, here, min- this is somebody asked a question. She's looking for a mineral market analyst. She says, "I'm looking for the best way to search for financial analysts and data market analysts, uh, uh, preferably consultants." I'm finding LinkedIn useless for this particular search, what would you advise her to do? Financial analysts and data market analysts. Now, that's so, out of your wheelhouse, as you said. But yeah. if you got a search like that dropped in your lap, what would you do? So, if you, you know, obviously she said her things that were broken would be LinkedIn. So what I would try to do is use um, probably the Google, I'm going to call them dorks, um, to go find lists or find where these people are hanging out, like a conferences. Or see if they're on Twitter talking about markets, things of that nature. Um, How would you, what did you say you would use Google? Google what? Google dorks or the Google. So What's you got the, the, Google dorks? The, the different commands. So you can use the normal commands that we already know, like entitle and text, things like that. But then there's also some deeper ones you can use that are why hackers are using um, to find things that are even more deep down in the web. Um, Oh, it's way too much to go into now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, use use the different tools like, you know, file type, XLS, uh, you know, see if you can find lists of people at a conference and things like that. You know, that's where I would go. Uh, okay. See if I can. If so, now, how do you spell dork? D-O-R-K? Yep. Yeah, just just plug that in. Put Google dork and hit search, and you'll, you'll see them. 
if someone wanted to learn about these other uh, tools for the deep web, so to speak, where would they go to learn that? Um, there's a couple of articles out there. So usually if you go to some of the web search engine articles, uh, like searchengine.com, things like that, uh, they'll teach you that, or you can just plug it into the Google <laughs> and just search Google Dorks, and then they'll give you all kinds of stuff. It's, it's okay. public domain information, nothing hidden. Okay, here's, here's another question that I found there. Do you know why I get more results if I searched for, quotations, embedded software engineer instead of embedded only? Interesting. So in quotes, they're getting more, and then embedded, they're only getting less. Is that the question? No, no, no. Embedded yeah. is also in quotes. Both are, one is just the word embedded, and one mm -hmm. is just the word embedded software engineer. He gets more results from the longer version, embedded software engineer. He thinks that he should get it from embedded. This is not a nobody. It's Balas. Ah, Balas. I met Balas. Um, that's an interesting. I would think you would get more just putting embedded because you're not really looking. You're just looking yeah, at the word that's embedded. what I thought. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Martin Freeman's sourcing toolkit? I've heard of it. I have not looked at it. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a tip for, for people. Okay, we've got four minutes. What should we talk about? I've got, I've got tons of questions, but you know, you, if you've got something that I haven't hit on, is facial search important to you? I don't know. Why, why are sourcers using facial search? I can't imagine it. Why? Because uh, something I disagree with, but it's usually for diversity. Oh, tell, how do they do that? Oh, they, they so just what, you, what is, you, um, Unfortunately, when you do facial search, you can say, oh, that is an African-American person or that is a female. So you're visually seeing that individual. Um, uh -huh. I totally disagree with it because it's biased, but uh -huh. if you want to do diversity searching, that's one way to do it. Okay. Do you use Indeed at all? Nope. No? Okay. No. Do you know what blockchain? Do you know what blockchain is? <laughs> I know what blockchain is, but not a good, great understanding of it because it's kind of new. Oh, so you couldn't explain it to us in in a minute, right? No, no, I could not. Okay. You know what? We didn't get to this question. If you were going to hire a sourcer, what questions would you ask? How long? Sure. How many? How long would it take to answer that question? Ten minutes or one minute? Probably ten minutes. But things that I would look at would be more from a personality standpoint. How curious they are. Are they always trying to – are they following uh, things online, keeping up to date with what's going on in our, our industry? Uh, how, would and you ask also, them, how would you find that, how would you find that out? I would say, what, what, how do you keep up to date on current um, sourcing techniques and what's going on in the market? And if they start talking about, oh, I'm always on the Facebook groups or I'm also uh, – I attend many webinars online. Uh, I try to attend conferences to get, understand that that world, um, those are the things I kind of look at. If they're investing in themselves to make themselves better, that's the way I would, I, I would hire that kind of person. Um, and uh -huh. then also I would ask questions like, tell me some search strategies maybe outside of the norm that you would do, you know, to find certain people. Give me some tools that you would like, use. Like, like, you using the odd, like using the odd search engines that you do, something exactly. creative like that. Exactly, yeah. Right? If they're just going to say, hey, I, I immediately go to LinkedIn, I'm like, eh, wrong question. You know, question. You I, know I know what? you're going to well, do I that. I know you're going to use LinkedIn, but let's talk about things that you're using but that nobody else is trying to use. I you know what? I, I should have asked this question earlier. Then we could have found out all the questions that they asked you in those six interviews. I, you'll have to come <laughs> back. 
you'll have to come back and tell us sometime. In the meantime, I want to thank Rich. I want to thank Jerry, kind of, and Alan Fleur. And most of all, our guest today, Ronnie Bratcher. Thank you! I just same old thing. I, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career. 